Hey, Killian! Here is Sub-Zero! Now, Plane Zero! I'm Nick, I love basketball! I don't edit out awkward parts. <laughs> okay, buddy. Oh, you all, I'm sorry, Travis, you trying to get it back on track? What is my butt? By the way, that basic rhythm is a dancer. Thank you. Biting is kind of fun. Christmas is all around me. Where are all the friggin' guitars and the bow, bow, bow? Where's all that? <laughs> that tree menstruates. The shoes are to And maybe the problem also is Jonathan Depp. Is oh. that the only bad tattoo you have, or do you have other bad tattoos? <laughs> What kind of movie are you looking forward to? Uh, those that feature titties and vagina. <laughs> you know I love Christmas, I always will. My mind's made up the way that I feel. There's no beginning, there'll be no end. Cause on Christmas, you can do Christmas, ho 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 ho, oh oh, it's so weird doing that with no one in the room, ho 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 ho. Is Tawny there at least? Yes, ho ho. Okay. Merry Christmas. This is the another episode of Plane Zero, the podcast dedicated to finding out if why Santa becoming a Jamaican. What? Nothing. Always, hey, you know what? Nothing indicates. He isn't from there. He just lives hey, there. Santa lives in everyone's heart, so whatever heart he lives in, if he's in the heart of a Jamaican, he's Jamaican. If he's in the heart of a of a of a white dude, he's white. Everything gonna be iry for Christmas. Oh my god, he's Joe Black. Yes, he is. Joe Black Claus. Everything gonna be iry, man. Oh that, man. Surprisingly me doing that now I sounded like Santa. Weird. Alright, this is episode three hundred and twenty. My name is Travis. I'm Alex. And I'm Aaron. And uh, it, it, we're doing things a little differently. It's just going to be the three of us this week. And uh, we're remote recording uh, just because, you know, we're coming close to the end of the year. And uh, just thought with some of the things going on, best not to take risks. Or just none of us. So, yeah, pretty much that. We're, 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 all, we're all separated, the three of us. But uh, so... There might be awkward pauses just because we can't actually take vocal like, uh, like like actual clue, cues from looking at each other to know when we're ready to talk. Um, but it could make it that this might be the most coherently put together episode ever uh, because we're not just yelling over each other. So who knows? Uh, like I said, episode 320, go to planezero.com where you can find links to social media. And by that, I mean uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can hit that store tab where you can buy shirts, uh, masks, not just for Plain Zero, but for the Obscure Gentleman, as well as all of the uh, random art that Aaron does with animals with human body parts. Uh, and this is where Nick would ask, are you going to do like a like a dog with a man dick or something like that or a pelican with a penis nose? And Aaron has to say no. 
No. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you could do all that. Uh, and then um, this week's episode was picked by who? I picked it. Me, Aaron. I mean, you already said your name, so hopefully they recognize your voice. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, this is still going to, for the most part, not be much different to the to the listener. A, you know, when when we did the, the start of the call and I heard his voice, it didn't sound like him to me, so it was kind of weird. When I did the playback, it sounded like him. No, but like when I just heard, uh, anyways, yeah. Spooky. Um, Spooky Mulder. So for today, for today's Christmas episode, uh, I picked a year 2000 uh, Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> Obama's going to start singing. It, it, Conan. Oddly enough, initially I was, um, because we were kind of running out of Christmas movies, it was like, oh, well, we can pick Christmas-related ones. Um, I ended up watching this prior to picking it, and then I'm like, oh, my God, this is actually a full-on Christmas movie. So I picked. Kind of. Well, I mean, front to back, you know. Yeah. Uh, From the front to back, picked, see, I'm not hearing that. Um, front to back uh, and, and the message. I picked uh, the year 2000, um, Brett Ratner directed, Nick Cage starring, The Family Man. The Family Man, yes. yes. Uh, also featuring uh, Tia Leone, Don Cheadle, Jeremy Piven, um, oh, man. and a bunch of... Uh, Kate Walsh. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of character actors that... Um, you kind of see on television a lot randomly. Well, one of them is on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, for the yeah, bowling team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dirk the, Blocker is, I believe, the actor's name. Uh, if he's... you watch a movie from like 1997 to like 2008, he will be there. Like, especially if it's an auto store. That's also true. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So this movie is. Um, this movie's essentially what people think it's a wonderful life is about. Um, but see, even to me, it's it's a reverse version of what people think would think it's a wonderful life is about. Because, like uh, for yeah. me, my mindset of it's a wonderful life was the whole movie is about what the world would be without him in it. Where really, that's just the third act. And, yeah. Well, but this no, is kind of like more, a reverse of that. Yeah, I mean, more in terms of like the entire movie is him is about an alternate alter world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also so, like uh, kind of like inverse click, sort of. Okay. Like he doesn't live he doesn't live like a family life anymore. Like he lives like a like a big rich guy doesn't really show any. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I might pick that one day. I've never but, seen um, it. So with this, it's you have this really um, this rich sort of investment broker dude. Living Nick Cage, who is living the the jet setting, high life, you know. Who likes to um, sing along to opera? Moves. Yeah, he, you know he's making money moves and all that stuff. Does um, these bloody shoes or something? You know he's dancing, he's he's <laughs> hanging and banging, um, clanging and banging. Yeah, he's he's doing all the debaucherous stuff and living life and having all the good food and drink, um, but there's something sort of missing and he doesn't really know what it is um until this chance meet up with don Cheadle, who 
turns out to be uh, an angel, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, give, and he gives him a glimpse of what his life would be like if he made one small change um, many years ago. And he wakes up uh, living in a world where he's married with, with kids. Yeah, so, you didn't um, want to say married with children. Yeah. No. <laughs> no peg. <laughs> where he's, he's married and has, um, has two kids. Works at an, uh, a tire shop. Um, For the and, guy from, from Fargo. Yeah, and by all means, he, he is living a very nice life, but it's not the, uh, you know, it's not the, the jet set life he was used to. And now well, he has to, like, figure out what the hell is going on, and that's the movie. And it takes place um, on Christmas Eve. Um when he has his glimpse and then we're go throughout the winter season and then it takes us back to Christmas and you have this whole message about Christmas and love and family and you know, all that jazz. And it's directed by Brett Ratner, oddly enough, which kind of weird. Well, and you know, him and Jeremy Piven probably just hung out and shared stories about, about take about how to be mean to women. And, and covering their feet with like hot dogs or something. Shrimp. What? That's oh. shrimp and shrimp. That's, there's weird stories. There's about weird stories about the ra- about Brady Rats. Um, you yeah, the I mean, uh, Rush Hour movies, right? Yes. Yeah, I like those. And um, Red Dragon. Yeah. What? And the third X Men. Oh well, I know that. But like, this is a relatively no- like I wouldn't say normal because I mean it deals with like alternate reality and it's still Nicolas Cage uh, Nicolas Cage can't make a normal movie because he's like, still Nicolas Cage in the movie he's not being his most Nicolas Cage though there are parts where he definitely is though it's mostly at the start where he's going batshit because oh, yeah. what the hell's going on or you're you're, you're a bad girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah Nicolas Cage talking dirty is weird yeah um <laughs> yeah but um it's uh it's a holiday movie that's kind of overlooked um well, because it only part of it takes place in the holiday but that's I mean, but it's the springboard yeah. of everything too yeah um and like the entire what's what's kind of weird though because like throughout the entire film there's still christmas decorations up yeah like, well because like, it's, it's like <laughs> i guess it's still the week's like if it's just the, through the week after, it's only a few days after Christmas that this movie takes oh, no. place. So a lot of people don't take um, their decorations down till after New Year. They they make it into um, into like January. Does it go a few months? <laughs> yeah, I, I, because there's at least um, Valentine stuff up, right? Yeah, because um, at one point, at one point um, when they're at the where he flips out about the coat, like because he wants it. Um, oh, yeah, it's a right. uh, it's an end of January sale. Weird. Um, no, and you yeah, see so, the hearts in the uh, in the tire store. So yeah, so it's like he's been there a few months at least. Um, but like the, they do a good job of not saying like exactly how long. But it's like it seems like he's just there the majority of winter at least, which you know can last a spell, I guess. That's um, also true. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I've I've always uh, I've been fond of this. Uh, this movie very schmaltzy and um kind of heartwarming for brett ratner um here's like 
here's like the weird thing about it to me and it was point I, this is my first time seeing this movie but it was also pointed out when i was watching it with tawny um it's this it's a weird twist for one of these movies because it's not like he was a bad person prior to the change like like this wasn't like you're a dick and now we have to show you why you're a dick yeah. and that you can be better it's like he's still kind of a good guy because he stands up for don Cheadle and he tries I mean, to de-escalate that whole situation I in mean, the, that's why he's given the glimpse in the first place because yeah. he's a good guy so like it's, it's more a, of it's a, a it's more of a you've earned this and you're not even going to realize it's a reward until it is yeah um which again for brett a brett ratner movie is like a well it's not like he wrote it, it. oh that's true but that, it's, that, that's a part of it <laughs> but i don't think he writes a lot anyway so no um but yeah nick nick cage's character is you know i mean uh, he's not a dick but like he has his questionable of, moral yeah. judgments yeah but he's he's not wrong it is a weird gray area because it's not his life yeah, like the the but, thing I always like in these um, rich guy has to learn how to be a working man thing is it seems like they don't know how to do anything at all. Yeah, like making chocolate milk is like this weird thing that he has to figure out how to do, and like weird stuff like that. He doesn't seem to know like oh like like oh you can't like do this you can't do that so it's like what's going on here like you weren't rich your entire life like. Yeah, I mean, but that's, uh, I guess that's I know, just it's... for comedic reasons. Yeah. The also... diaper thing, though, is, is no, realistic. That's real. that's and they real. show it. That's disgusting. I don't need to see oh. that. Oh, my God. But, but also, shout out to uh, the same costume people from this working on that episode of The Mandalorian because he's wearing the same sweater as the Mont Calamari does. Jesus. That that has to fix his uh, ship, the Mandalorian ship. Are you ship. being serious, or are you just that? that yes, like seriously. I mean, it's not the same people, but it is pretty much that oh. same sweater. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know what because this is the first time both of you have seen it. Um, had had you heard of it before? Yeah, I, I had. thought we were watching Matchstick Men when you what the when, fuck? Yeah, I know. I. <laughs> Um, Amazing movie, by the way. One day I'm going to watch Matchstick Men. And he's in that. Because right? I love That's Sam Rockwell. Movie. Yeah, it's him and Sam Rockwell. And yeah, I don't know um, why I thought what's we the girl? That. The little no, girl no. is someone. And I can't. Is it Dakota Fanning? No. Oh, my yeah, God. I th- no, I think it is. I think it is. Is it? Or is it the yeah. one that dies in Bridge to Servithia? No, it's. um. If only there was a way to look these things up. You're both wrong. It's. Allison Lohman. Oh, it's yes. Who also went on to um. Oh, what was she in? Was she, wait is that Allison Lohman's not the one that's in Drag Me to Hell? Is she? Uh, yes, it is. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was someone who who had acted more after this after yeah. that movie. Anyways, but we're um, not talking about Matchstick Men. Yeah. So like, so yeah, this being the first time you you've both seen this, like. What were you expecting? Um, honestly, I thought it was like when we first get into the um, big executive room and all that. I thought, okay, we're gonna get a like a, a Scrooge type story where you know, uh-huh. it, it, and they were kind of like you know doing that whole thing, and then it kind of got the whole like uh, Wonderful Life thing with Don Cheadle. So I'm like, all right, like let's see where this goes. I'm like, no, it's actually a pretty grounded story besides the whole alternate yeah. reality aspect. You know, he's 
And then, you know, what I, I did appreciate was like, you know, if he's the only one that's like um, unfamiliar with all of his shit. Yeah. Um, but everyone around him seems to know him. It's like, yeah, he's a good guy. Like, you know, and uh, he's got a good wife, you know. In both both of his reality, both these realities, he's just liked by everyone. Yeah. Like, like his, I, I love the scene in the beginning with the do- with the doorman. Oh yeah, because like, he's just, nice to the doorman. Oh yeah, yeah he's like, like they 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 trade like um like investment info and all that. Like yeah, like he he's he's willing to help out anyone, and he's just cordial with everyone. And it's it would have been so easy, yeah, to go the Scrooge route. Of, and he like, tells the doorman, "You're you're a, you're a bad girl." <laughs> well, you know what? Even with the women that he's um sleeping with, he's not treating them like shit. Like. He, he doesn't seem like he's not obviously like in love with them or anything, but he's not. Oh like, yeah, he's not like cold, you know. Oh yeah. But he so, tells I mean, he tells the girl at the beginning something, and I just remember it's like it's just so weird that it's Nick Cage saying this like he's supposed to be sexy. <laughs> but he's hey, Nicholas he, he Cage. Was, he, he was a heartthrob for a while. When he had his high pitched voice and Peggy Sue got married. Con Air, the women went nuts for him. That is, I I don't know about that. He's a, he's a family man in that, too. Well, like, that is also true. He had the chest hair sticking out. He's God. just animalistic rage. I'm going to save the day. <laughs> um, Probably not pick that. I, 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 I always dance around it, and then I never get to it. But it is, well, it gotta, is the best Nick Cage sure movie. A, we got to make sure it's a time when we can all, like... There's, yeah, so, many, there's so many great Nick Cage movies. I, and I there's also so man. many bad Nick Cage movies. Oh yeah, but, it but it really is. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not kind of trying to constantly be 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 um you know, uh, commenting about like community in relation to Nicolas Cage this episode. But I mean, they do get it. They're not wrong, too. Like that class oh. where they're saying how he's good and bad, and he's just he is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, um, I, I feel at least. I feel at least with this, um, there's we don't get the the highly dramatized Nick Cage like, and, and when he does like yell and shit, it's it's needed because it's like this guy's literally freaking out because it's like, what world am I in? What the hell's happening? Also, I mean it, it. I think the trailer actually used um, once in a lifetime. It does. Oh, oh it absolutely yeah. does. Because I, I had seen the trailer for this. So, I, I mean, I knew what to expect because it is exactly what the trailer painted it to be uh, yeah. from when I saw the ads for it. I just, I don't know if I just wasn't interested or just never got around to it. I, I, it probably was more of like, a, eh, it's fine. This they like they it didn't, also use that song in um, that George W. Bush movie. So, that just means Thanos uh, had his life switched around with George Bush. This was this was this was preteen Aaron. And oh, this is before nine eleven, bro. Also, but if there was a Nick Cage movie, we were renting it from Blockbuster because Nick Cage was was my jam. Man, so like, just if if that if that trend had happened, oh man, so all the things that you would have ended up seeing that is just really bad. It's it's just I mean because that would have meant you would have been renting through all his direct to videos that. You know, during his really desperate period where he just really needed to pay off taxes. Eventually, I saw a lot of those, though. So, but yeah. I mean, um, it, in sixth grade, like this was post nine eleven. Oh my god! Uh, it, but so, so did this? 
this trend continue though after 9-11 oh, oh yeah so it's so you had to see about... captain corelli's mandolin as a little kid yes oh my gosh that's um, amazing mom also... rent me this captain corelli's mandolin movie because well, nick cage is in it the la the last nick cage movie i like huh i I'm hope it's to... wind talkers no in high school i no, saw the um the the nick cage 9-11 movie oh 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 world trade yeah, I, I saw that in theaters. Um, is it World Trade Center or just World Trade? I think it's, I think World, it's Trade World Trade Center. It is World Trade Center, yeah. Because um, I'm looking but at yeah. his IMDb right now. I actually have it in front of me so I can but yeah, it, it's like, not spend forever it, it, searching for it later. Um, but, oh, but Bangkok this one, Dangerous. This one always um, stuck around with me. And, and I think mainly because the whole Christmas thing. Because um, when you find a good Christmas movie, they, they kind of stick. Because it's like... I don't watch this movie any other time during of the year. Yeah. Seems to be, seems to be mostly around this time, around winter at least. And by the way, next year I've already kind of decided, I made an executive decision that um for for December of next year, uh we can uh lower the window to 5 years for that month. Ah. because that just opens up a few more that'll make it a little bit better There's so because really we're we yeah, like we're... like basically at this point we're just going to end up doing all shane black movies next year anyways if we're if sure. we <laughs> if we're just going to do movies that take place around christmas so i mean there's there's a few classics we haven't done i'm aware <laughs> yeah um white christmas no nope no, not no. You're thinking of nope. I watched it last year. You're not. You're not allowed to pick it. <laughs> I had to watch it last year. We're, we're never. We're never. Well, <laughs> I, I saw, actually, I'm glad I have seen it, but I, I don't know if I. But I mean, it'll next, be two years by that point, so it's fine. Next year, I could make another Nick Cage pick. Oh my god! Because on HBO, there is also, along with this, Trapped in Paradise. Is I know. I just saw that today, and I was like, God damn it. Yep, and um, I watched it, and uh, fucking John Lovitz and Dana Carvey and Nicolas Cage. How can you lose? And Dana Carvey doing this amazing voice the whole the whole time. Oh, he's doing yeah, he's doing that. Well, that's all Dana Carvey does with voices. Oh man, but yeah, um, yeah, and so and then you you tell Leone's character though in this, and like she's really nice, like she like, and all the guys yeah. like her too. Yeah, and but there's there's nothing. It's weird. There's nothing in this like that. There's like a despicable person. Like even um, when he when he's in the alternate reality, and he goes back to his you know his job, the his previous friend now has his old job, and it's like he has more of a backbone now. But he's not exactly a dick. He's just like. But he but he does basically tell him he could ruin his life if he doesn't just yeah. stay in his he, place. So I mean, there is a little bit of that. But he's that's because he's also thinking like he's trying to con the old man. But also yeah. and also but at the same time there is at least one despicable person because there's the woman who is desperately oh, wanting yeah. to have an affair. Yeah. And, and that's a little and, rough. And Jeremy Piven in this weird alternate reality is not a dick and he's just like Well, because hey, he was almost gonna have an affair yeah. himself and Nicolas Cage had talked him talked out of it. It's yeah. it's weird. It's weird seeing Jeremy Piven like be the one with the moral conscience, though. Not a not a sweet. Uh, it depends, though. I mean, it depends on 
like because there are definitely movies when Jer- when Jeremy Piven uh, had his original hairline where like Doctor Jekyll and Mrs Hyde. Well, that when he he is a sleazeball, oh, but um, but because <clears throat> he is a cocking gun, because that's not going to work. But um, that's a, an actual line from that oh, movie. Seinfeld, I guess. Well, no, like like some of the stuff he did with like uh with um his buddy. Uh, the guy who's in Gross Point Blank, whose name I'm drawing on, John Cusack. Like, oh. like, like I said, like there there are other movies where he is like a nice guy. Like in Gross Point Blank, he's a nice guy, um, and not just like a weird dick. Yeah. Um, but it's like after Entourage, he became he basically was always getting hired to just be a different version of, um, of Ari. Yeah, of Ari Gold from Entourage. Smoking aces. He was not. Well, he's a div- that he's he's a mess. He's just completely ruined, damaged goods and smoking aces, so, though. At yeah. the same time, um, so the 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 big thing about this movie, like the, the I guess the message is about regrets and shit like that. That's R E G A R A T regrets. No regrets. Um, and what I like about it is that. It doesn't, like, black and white, the whole issue of, like, regret. It, like, says everything's kind of valid. Um, it, it it posits that it's, like, hey, yeah, it's, like, it sucks that in this life, in this um, new reality, you didn't become, like, you know, a success and rich and famous, but you found success in a different way. Um, and Tia Leone, even, like, during that conversation she has with him, um, she mentions that, saying, like, yeah, I think about, like, what could have been. Um, and it's interesting to see a movie handle that where it's just not like, this is the only good way. See this glimpse? This is the this is the way it needs to be. This is the um, way. Yeah, and, and like because the, the ending, um, you know, he ends it, up going in back the, to his life. In the ending, he has a way of just having it all instead. Not really, though. He's going to have, but he's going to have the money. Even if he doesn't have that job anymore, he's still going to have the money. And he'll have different power. kids. And the khakis. Yes, then you get the khakis. <laughs> but it's actually one of those things that I'm kind of glad like uh, about the movie itself is it wasn't one of those where it's like, okay, now you can just change everything. It's like, nope, yeah. you still have to go back to how your world was, um, but you know now what else you might, what's missing from it and what to look yeah, for. And you won't get to live was, that same life. Yeah, because if this was a Hallmark Channel movie... He would have been allowed to stay in the in the glimpse timeline, or it would have been like, oh, he's rich and he's got his family with him, and they're yeah. all happy. Like, something yeah. Like Instead, he just he has a cup of coffee with this woman that he cup wants of coffee to... in the big time. Yes. In the in 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 the they the the deleted original ending after the after the scene with the coffee, and all that. Um, his daughter from the original timeline shows up and says, "We need you back." <laughs> Because she's magic, because she knows who the real him is and isn't. You got to talk about King Koopa or something. Yes, huh. that's also what it is. And then, and then Mario, it. Mario, and Luigi, Mario get get say, get grab their wrenches. Um, <laughs> and you know what? They don't have wrenches in the game, though. So I don't. I, I know. Nothing makes plungers. sense. Um. But yeah, that's so, that's, that's, okay, that is the funny I, thing is I that's and it's always that way with kids in these movies too is like i like that the daughter is the only one who's smart uh, yeah i was saying i thought that was a cool way to like have her teach him because she thinks he's a uh, an alien disguised as her old dad or something like that 
But then at the end like, where she's like, oh, you're back. Yeah, that was cute. I like that. Um, it's, it's, it is a bit heartbreaking, though. Like, oh, yeah. You, you can tell, like, shit, he, like, he, he fell in love with, like, with his family. Like, yeah. Now yeah. And it's like, he came to terms with it. And, but Don Cheadle's like, dude, it's, I told you, it's a, it's just a glimpse. Um, which I, I like that they didn't go the easy route of, like, I'll throw the guy a bone and like, yeah. or, you know, or, him at, or at the very least, like send him back to the airport at the beginning where he makes his decision not yeah. to go or something like that. Like, no, it, no, he just flies back. That's what actually happens. Or it, you know what I mean, though. But like, yeah, just yeah. And it's it's nice that it also like it ends like with this reverse um, Christmas Carol thing, where it's like it's Christmas Day. Um, and he's like going everywhere and checking on everything, um, and it's like there is still a little bit of like a a sad aspect of like, well, you know, he's at the board meeting and he's like, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do, and it's just like he's kind of like it sucks that this is what I do, but this is what I'm good at. But then he decides like, hey, I'm gonna meet up with with Tia Leone and I'm gonna. Why did you say that? Like you like like the way you would say tamale. <laughs> um, by the way, doing Tia Leone. That, he's doing something very pre nine eleven. Oh um, yeah, well, t- there, yeah. Then and and then there's another movie that we might talk about that also deals with <laughs> an aspect of that. Confess your love. You run to the end of the airport, and not I mean, another. Not, but not but this but this was but yeah. in this movie you it was during an era where you could still feasibly do that. Without it being an oh, issue, yeah, I remember we like we would used to see my family off to the gate and you know, yeah, because it's them. because it's before because the, there were because you see the towers in this movie, my man. Yeah, because it's it's Dude, before it that's happened. Why at the end of uh, Gangs in New York, they're able to go to the gate and see Bill the Butcher off to. I mean, people used to do airport watching, like yeah, well, my dad would do that. We would go to uh, either LAX or when we were in uh, Colorado, there was this. Um, airport and they had like dinosaur like um well i mean that's that's also the beginning of like the movie dogma is that's what they're doing is they're they're watching people at the airport because you could do that and then you could get some subway sandwiches for like 20 bucks eat fresh Uh, i kind of missed that that was i I think i missed doing that with my dad more than 20 dollars subway sandwiches no although if there was a quiznos sandwich there i would get it in fact Mm -hmm. when i did fly from Spokane to Phoenix at Spokane they had a whatever food court but they had a quiz notes man Alex what are you spoken about ha 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 Jeremy spoke in class today or something like that. Yeah, the, the, the nuance that the movie brings is is interesting um, because it's not yeah it's it's not the simple like um, this is good this is bad and we're gonna just like make you feel good at the end because, I mean, the ending is technically not a happy ending. It's, it's just, just an open like ending. A, it, it's open for interpretation as far as how yeah. it could go. It's like, hey, he's he doesn't have a second chance, but it's like... But he does. A, it's a different type of second chance, that's all. Yeah. You get, you get nuance when your grandmother gives birth to new daughters. What? Nuance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got that nuance, uh... Um, I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then like Don Cheadle's character too. Um, 
I I love that there's this running gag of like him constantly testing people and like just being upset that it's like it's the smallest little things that people can't pass. Like the girl who basically doesn't Wanted her correct thing. the change. Yeah. yeah. Like and he's he's just he's so upset. But also did did you catch that um uh he basically stole Nick Cage's milk? It's eggnog, yeah. Oh yeah, it's eggnog. Oh no, oh, I did I missed eggnog that. Eggnog season, by the way. We gotta get some. I've had it. I'm not a fan. I also have eggnog, eggnog ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of eggnog. I, I know Aaron isn't. No. Because Aaron doesn't like good things. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> you okay, he so hates both guess, eggs and nog, so. So, I mean, with that logic, is him going to to give the, uh, the bodega owner, is that like a, also a test of character or something like that? Wait, the what? The, the shop owner, the Korean guy. He's talking about at the beginning where where he's yelling oh. and all that. Like, is that was he was he testing everyone there and only Nick yeah. Cage passed or? Because he he basically says you're judging you're not judging the numbers you're judging my my, my yeah because they were they were being racist basically then huh like like and that's the thing it's it seems well, because, you, yeah because my 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 thing is like when you watch these movies it always seems like oh no I'm not testing everyone I'm just looking out for Nick Cage here and I want to see. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think he was even testing Nick Cage. No, no. It's just random moral tests that he throws out, and it's whoever it. It's just for people that are nearby, basically. Yeah, and that's why when Nick Cage crossed paths and like was willing to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm like, he wasn't looking at as like I'm helping out the store owner. He was looking at as like I'm trying to defuse the situation, and this guy's probably down on his luck, and I'll you know I'll help him a bit. Which, you know, again, he's not the asshole rich guy, which is very weird for a movie. He's just, he's just a bit. Uh, I would say the word is out of touch a bit with, Ooh. with everything. Yeah, I know. Oh. Um, there's your end song. There's your end song, Eric. No, that's not a Christmas <laughs> song. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not like like you said, he's not a he's not a bad guy. He's just no. just because he is bad guy does yeah. not make him bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's just he's, the thing is we look at uh any character that's rich and unless they're like the monopoly man or something like that, uh, like we we immediately assume well, this guy's a piece of shit like fucking Yeah. Like, I mean, and then like I like seeing the glimpses of in alternate reality how he was before Nick Cage like assumed his identity. I do yeah, feel like, like the yeah, home the video, video scene. Oh, wait, no, that was where he's singing. Yeah. I do think that scene goes on longer than it needed to. No, it's it's wonderful. How dare wait, you? Technically, that would have oh, been just a little bit the, after the with the with the counselor from um, Heavyweights. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, like I I I love that whole thing where he's like serenading his wife and all that. I just um, feel like it it lasts longer than it needed to ridiculous one of, one of my favorite scenes oh wow well, you uh, like it when, you like it when he sings don't you he doesn't sing a lot but but there's isn't there like recordings of him actually doing stuff no that's no, joe no. pesci little joe sings because i remember so, you said christopher walken sings that's also true 
I think so, but he dances too. Yeah. I mean, Nick Cage dances. Yeah, but can he fly? Bobby? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, 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 no,
what would he have said if he said yes? Like, I thought he wasn't going to kill him or anything. But Well, then it would turn into It's a Wonderful Life. That's also true. Ooh. Because remember, he, he, he was going to murder himself. Wait, was he? Yeah, George Bailey. In a Wonderful Life. No, 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 no. I thought I was talking about. Oh, I'm like, I talked about that movie for eight hours at one point, remember? Yes, you did. A lot. It was like, but, it was like four, but. And I mainly talked about the first 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I do like that there's no, de- like, truly, de- like, he doesn't want to kill himself in this. He doesn't want to, like, you know, end his I mean, life. He, he like, likes his life. It's just there's something he's wanting still. There's something, and he doesn't really know what. The glimpse is a tune-up, basically. He gets, like, a yeah. a little, like, a little, hey. Just a little, just a, just a little tune-up. Um, uh, so yeah, um, it, it's underappreciated, I think, and I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score, and it's 53%, and that's sad. That's a bit, no, I, I that's a bit low, even for, uh, that's ridiculous, that's kind of weird. But well, again, it, it was, it was looked at as kind of cheesy and schmaltzy, and like, you know, it was the, oh, this is where the, um, the... That animation, the uh, the I want that cake uh, thing comes from. Wait, what? You haven't seen that? Where it's I think it, you know the guy that did the animated Watchmen uh, cartoon thing, that short. Yeah. You don't you don't remember that? No, I do. Okay, he did one where it was uh, Nicholas Cage and. Oh Taylor. my god. Okay, now you remember? I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that cake scene, they just they yeah. smash it all over each other's face. It did make this, the cake look good, though. And and, and then he and then he gets really per- pervy. Say it. <laughs> you're, you're a bad girl. <laughs> uh, okay, we're there. We can do this. Uh, does does the family man holds ups uh, Shredrick? So how does this work counterclockwise or clockwise? You just go and then I'll go and then Aaron goes because it's his movie. I mean, literally all I, all he had to do was say it and, and it would have worked itself out. I know. I know. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yes, it does. Uh, it was uh, it was an unexpected uh, surprise, I think, because uh, I, I think I've always been meaning, you know, I think when I looked at the poster for it, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be really depressing. And uh, to some extent, it was sad, but I think there's a, like a glimmer of hope, you know. Yeah. There, you know, it's, and uh, and I, I think one of the things uh, we didn't really touch on is that Kate kind of became a bit less, uh, like it's not like they're bad people, but they aren't as, uh, they they're not as down to earth as they used to be, and they they seem kind of just um, aloof, you know. They're yeah. not as yeah, and uh, maybe this will kind of bring them down a bit, maybe make them better people than what they were before. And uh, I think that's really cool. And also, uh, just a trend I've noticed, um, movies that we've watched um, that have, like, child actors, they've been consistently not terrible. And I actually really appreciate that. We've had, we've had a good run, honestly. Yeah. Uh, between this, Uncle Buck. Uh, well, I know there's other Well, stuff. the best so, character um, in the whole movie is a child actor and Uncle Buck, so that's why. Yeah. Um, child's play, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's gonna be a no from me, dog. 
Really? Um, yeah, I, 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 I know I'm going to be in the minority here. It's, it's not like I would say it's a bad movie. I just didn't care. Okay. I, it's kind of like, I, I, I know that seems like, I don't know. It just, it wasn't for me. Um, it, and it's weird. I also do like cheesy stuff. Like there's plenty of cheesy stuff. There's just something about this that didn't work like for me. Crunch. Huh? Yeah. Like oh crunch. yeah. That's a good thing. That's a delightful thing, the cheesy gordita crunch. Um, I don't know. It Shout just... out to that. That's been there consistently for years. Well, yeah, because it's an actual regular menu item <laughs> until they decide it's not, like don't the Mexican pizza. Um, yeah, it's like I, I wouldn't call it even a bad movie. I just don't know if I would ever choose uh, to watch it again on my own, even flipping through channels or any of that sort of situation. Like, it it's it's more of like a like a like a flat line for me kind of in the sense that it just it's it it's there but it's i mean i don't know i just i didn't i didn't think too much either for it or against it it's just something middling nick cage is just too sexy for you that's a problem yeah, well there that's always a problem um no i mean and it's like it's not even like i i i do tend to prefer nick cage when he's going crazy and it's just not enough of this. One day I'm going to oh, no. watch Mandy. And I'm sure I will enjoy that. Probably the same if I ever get around to watching The Color Out of Space. But um, yeah. um You can watch Mandy whenever you watch uh, Princess Bride, bro. Yeah. Or if I just rewatch uh, any season of um, that show with Claire Danes that he's on. Yeah. That I can't I, all I of a sudden what, remember know, the title. I know what you're talking about because yeah. I saw that clip of him... Uh, where the uh the I, interviewer guy uh, i watched like the wife. first two seasons of it and he if you want to know about it like an actor who can do whisper talking intensity mandy patin uh, rewatch it so yeah it doesn't it doesn't hold for me so there's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Aaron? Uh, yeah, it, it holds up. Um, it's always been one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. Um, I put it really high up there. Um, even though it's one of his cheesiest... Uh, like, it's not an adaptation of Magic Man or anything like that, but... Um, yeah, it's... Um, I consider it, like, a holiday classic... Um, I know I'm like in the insane minority of that because it's just this this is never on any um, lists of like best holiday movies of all time or whatever um, like anywhere uh, but yeah um, I've, I've liked this since the first time I saw it on VHS um, renting it from Blockbuster as a, as a 10 year old um, Blockbuster video Wow, what a difference. For people who want to remember the Blockbuster video jingle. Man. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's, to me, it's just a nice, um, not super heavy movie. It's, it's, it's got some nuance compared to most takes on, I guess you could say it's in the same vein as It's Wonderful Life or that whole, like, it, it does feel like the, it's their attempt at being Frank Capra. Yeah. Um, and according to, to, to Jim, 
that's uh, a, that's an awful uh, show. There's a there's a Jim Belushi movie that's similar. Mr. Destiny. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, it is. It's it's literally a movie where a guy gets to see how his life. But it's also it's a reverse because it's a guy who's fed up with like his family life and wants to know what would have oh. happened if he'd have ever taken that choice. And he becomes and he wakes up and finds himself rich, and like he had made the choice, but then. Why, why is there so many dogfight crime movies? Because um, because there's nothing in this rule book that says do- dogs can't solve crimes. Um, yeah, uh, it's a it's a nice holiday film. Um, yeah, you don't have to explicitly call it Christmas. You could say holiday or it is. Film a, yeah, it's more of a holiday or like yeah, it's 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 definitely meant to be a warm film for a colder yeah. time. I mean, it's it is it like because it's a wonderful life is the same thing where it's like. It's got a lot of the hallmarks of a Christmas movie, but it's not explicitly a Christmas movie. This, on the other hand, was released like a few days before Christmas, so it has that going for it, I guess. Yes. Um, it, I still stand by that It's a Wonderful Life is more of a New Year's movie. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, I, I like it. Um, Nick Cage uh, doing his, his thing. That's true. And... and yeah, and, and and people are dancing and stuff. Yes. Yes. All right, Shreddy Mercury, uh, anything to recommend? Where can people find you? Um, at Obscure Alex on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to recommend, honestly. If I think of something, I'll let you know. But that, nah, it's been a slow... Uh, There's no video game? Slow news week. Nah, I mean, Vigigan. that game... Oh, that game Hades looks cool, but I haven't played it, so I can't recommend it. Um, All right, what about the 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 what's it called? The what? McDonald's thing. McDonald. Oh yeah, the McRib is back. Yeah, the okay, apple. So, yeah, he called it an apple turnover, but yeah, I mean they they sell it as an okay. apple pie. So yeah, so imagine that, but instead of the inside being apple, it's more like a custardy, like sweet filling, and uh, the top is like sprinkles. Yeah, it's like a smaller version of those of those pies you can buy in like the stores or like in convenience stores. You know those the that are like they're like sweet calzones almost. Oh. Kind of like um, it's yeah, a smaller yeah. version of those, of like the vanilla yeah. one of that. I wouldn't say vanilla. It's it's uh, well, it's a custard, but yeah, that's still yeah. the vanilla ones don't even taste like vanilla. That's why I'm saying it's still like the vanilla ones. So there is, there's that. Those cherry pies are really good, though. Yeah, look so good, make a grown man cry. God damn it! Uh. Um, <laughs> you can find me playing Travis Instagram, Twitter. Uh, as far as recommendations go, um, on the tip of my tongue, well, King in Black has started. 
uh, at Marvel. And that's just, that's just, that's so far as that's a good time. That's what that is. Um, uh, and then, um, God, there was something. Oh, uh, both, both less than Jake and Goldfinger put out new albums in the last two weeks. So, so Travis who wore Hawaiian shirts and had frosted tips, um, and had a permanent, um, ticket to flavor town is really excited right now so 2000 zero we're talking yeah we yeah literally the travis that probably existed around the time that this movie came out uh, or a little before is it has had a had a happy uh couple of weeks here uh between new goldfinger and uh new less than jake so goldfinger sing the superman song or whatever yes which is yeah which is on the is also is still on tony hawk but the you know the new version of Tony Hawk that song's still there. Awesome. So so, so they're throwing up the horns basically. I've been throwing up the horns. This is all I'm ne- I'm never not throwing up the horns. By horns I mean brass, not uh, a brass monkeys. Chunky monkey. Yes. Brass monkeys. No brass brass monkey, sir. Um, oh. but yeah, that's about. I guess that's all I have as far as recommendations, Aaron. You can find me at Obscure Aaron on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, currently, I'm drawing 25 days of. Uh, yeah, you are. Of, um, uh, what Walken. I, Christopher Walken, Walken, Walken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on day 13. Um, you just released. As of now, as of now, I'd be on 14. Um, but yeah, check my Twitter. Uh, it's easy to find these because I'm not really tweeting much else besides this stuff right now. Um, taking kind of a break until the new year. Um, yeah, uh, my Instagram, you can find though that art too. Um, recommendations. Uh, I read, um, Travis, let me borrow it. Uh, God country. Oh man. Um, whew. that's a, that's a comic. That's a, right. Y- yes. You're starting to realize a, my, 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 my love of Donnie Cates is real, bro. It'll tug at your heartstrings. It does. Um, They're making a movie. Oh, are they? Yeah, I I found that out a little later, but yeah, there's there's an IMDb page for it, and he had made Damn. an announcement a while back. So I hope they just, yeah, I hope they don't stray. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a very emotional um, book, uh, especially if you've ever had uh, relatives or loved ones who've had Alzheimer's, like, whoo. Um, so yeah, it, it was a really, really good comic. Um, it's like five issues, I think. I think it's um, six, but it's five yeah. or six, which is usually the magic number for self-contained stories. I, I thought it was going to be a lot longer cause it's like the book is pretty thick, but it's like, it's just the pages here. Are it's, pretty thick. it's just good quality pages. That's all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, God country is great. And, uh, Star Trek discovery season two was a blast. Right. Um, I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I'm amazed that it's like, it's weird. You guys have, I like for the longest time you, you've both seen season one of that. And I was the one who hadn't. And now all of a sudden I've jumped ahead just because of, of my love of physical media. <laughs> yeah. Cause who, who wants to get CBS all access, which is soon <laughs> to be rebranded as Paramount network, I believe. Wait, really? Um, That's what uh, I've heard. Yeah, they're rebranding it, which I'm hoping when they rebrand it, they also do a plan where you can have no ads. 
Oh, yeah, because they don't have that. Yeah, they have a plan that you can pay to have fewer ads, but you still have ads. Wow. Which is frustrating. uh, There's like a TLC uh, streaming service now. Tables, ladders, and chairs? Yes, or where it's like uh, you get the Learning Channel. Oh, my God, I saw that. HGTV, like all these things. Um, Discovery. Discovery, yeah. So it's like that's that's their thing now. Which worries me. Worries me because it's like, are they gonna pull all this shit off of other stream platforms? Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. But it's annoying yeah. because I have to get the CBS one soon because the sa- the stand is gonna start soon, and I oh, want to watch yeah. that. And I gotta, I, mean, I gotta finish all my diners, drivers, and dives. So. <laughs> Wait, are are you like watching all of it? You know what? I feel like I should because I actually really enjoy the show sometimes. It's, oh man, I'm sure it's, it's comfy. Super... It's um, comfy. Um, but yeah, uh, Star Trek Discovery, um, just a good show. STD, STD. Captain Pike is, uh, is amazing. Yes, he is. Um, I really love that character. Like, and I, I, I know people complain, but it's like, I loved the update to the Enterprise, like the, the bridge and everything. It was, it was handled gracefully. Um, yeah. Well, you, uh, you want to see a bunch of warring fans and blinking lights and shit no that's the thing no i know i don't no 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 they kept a lot of that oh cool yeah but they managed to update it in a way where it's like wow they made this stuff like spock station still has that viewfinder like they managed to make it work completely and i was like wow they didn't go the jj abrams route of like like just destroying the whole thing um yeah, it was it was interesting, and um, uh, I can't wait for to watch season three, which I think is happening is already right now. is yeah. Like I'm now, I'm finding myself having to avoid spoilers. Yep. So that's but, fun. Uh, and you're watching Picard, right? I I finished Picard. You know, I enjoyed Picard. I well, I finished the first season, I should say, because I think it's gonna have another season. Um, yeah. But I I I enjoyed that, and I don't I don't I don't I know they're they're like it's weird. Okay, so because I've like. I've seen limited number of episodes of TNG because when it came out, I had no interest. When when TNG was originally airing, on like you know what whatever syndicated channel it was, it is in yeah. your area of the woods. Uh, here it was channel thirteen KCOP. Um, it as a, as a kid at that age, I had no interest in it, so it was just like um, I would have never watched it. But like I've seen passing ones, and it's funny. Like the the one episode I I I know I've seen, but I couldn't tell you everything that happens in it for some reason i watched the finale like yeah. the series finale when it aired but was i think it was amazing? also because that was after I, I i feel like the season finale the series finale happened after generations did and no, so uh, yeah it was right right like literally right before it was it was it was some weird thing or so maybe i also saw like a re-airing of it or something Probably. um that they were doing like a special presentation because generations had just come out or something. And I was like, I was like, Oh, this is pretty good. And then I, and then I also, obviously I've seen, um, generations and, um, uh, the, the, why can't the first contact and nemesis. I've never seen insurrection. Insurrection's the third one, right? The fountain of the fountain of youth one. 
Like Ray I, Abraham with a stretchy face, though. You know, it's weird. Like, I know everyone says Nemesis is the worst one, but I feel like Insurrection's... Insurrection's fucking dog shit, yeah. But, um, but it's weird. So, I've, so, I've, so, so that's, that's my knowledge of mostly yeah. of really knowing Picard as a character. And people were, I guess, had complaints about this season where it's like he's still acting more like action hero Picard that the movies low-key turned him into. And I don't see how that's possible. Like I get people like to complain and just try to find ways of yeah. saying this isn't my character, but it, he doesn't seem like that character. Yes, there is there is some action pieces in the movie, but it's not yeah. him or in the show, but it's not him. My, He's an eighty year old man, bro. My real gripe, um, from what I've seen, is that there's a lot of cussing apparently. There is not from not for, but it's but it's from oh, other man. characters. And my only reason why I find that weird is because like, canon wise. Like, yes. cursing doesn't really exist in Star Trek anymore. Like, in multiple shows, they've kind of mentioned that people just don't speak like that anymore. Um, that, um, that's also, like, I overlook it with Discovery, though, because I'm just like, you know, they're not going to let they're not gonna let everyone speak, like, how they, yeah. they do in, like, you know, and whatever. I, I but, will yeah. say it's it's specific characters that do it on this series – and it's not just thrown around like a regular thing either. Like when it's when it does happen, um, it's almost like, holy shit, that person just said something like like it feels it, it's jarring. And I think it's intentionally jarring still yeah. the, the the way it's used on the show. Um, but I, I thought it was also a pretty fun, uh, entertaining story that um, kind of uh, and it's the it's probably also why people don't like it that much. Uh, but uh, Nemesis kind of matters, uh, based on oh, yeah. how this story plays out. <laughs> and data, data's involved too, apparently. Yes, I won't say much about how or why, but there, but, there are things that tie things together, and you're just like, oh wow, okay, that makes sense. Does Brent Spiner in the makeup kind of like feel weird though? Because uh, because he's got a different face completely now, practically. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes and no. Um. It's it's weird. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little strange. I don't like I said, I can't to explain away why it didn't feel that strange, um, gives too much away. So I won't, especially if for anyone who's interested in watching it or, uh, you know, if obviously if you wanted to borrow it, you can. Um, yeah. but, but it's, it, it worked for me. The show worked for me. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm done to watch it. And so. I, and also gonna... because, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not is still, um, Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, yeah, the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, Xanatos. It's beyond belief. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's beyond belief. Yeah, Xanatos. Um, he's he's. I mean, when he shows up, it's like, oh shit! Look at this guy. He's probably gonna sit on a chair weird. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, that's 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 our Family Man episode. Yeah. Is you know with Peter Griffin and all that. What? If the Family Man on Channel Eleven, the animated show, with Peter Griffin. Jesus. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I got nothing. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight with.